Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second chorus of The Food Show. Every day we sit down and we talk about food. Simple as that. We all have to eat. But you know what? Uh, Nobody is forcing us to eat the good stuff. But why would you want to do anything but eat the good stuff? So we sit here every day and we talk about uh, the restaurants we find, what, uh, which ones are, are really great, which are the ones that are just okay, and everything in between. And you are more than welcome to call us and bring up anything at all on uh, your memories or whatever. But I'll tell you this. It happens every now and then. We get in on some uh remembrance of this or that restaurant from a long time ago, sometimes one that just uh, did its memorable activities a, a, a few weeks ago, and it's all it's all just out there, you know, just a matter We're of... We're talking about Flounder. That's how we got on West End. We started in on that. And, That's what uh, got us on that. And we just keep on going. You are uh, more than welcome to do that. Now, right before we came back off the first hour of the program today, somebody, it wasn't me, and I can't remember who it was, said, why don't you, why don't we take one at a time, a course at a time, and have it be something that comes from long ago, that you can't get anymore, or that is very difficult to get, and and that is uh, maybe not very well known at all, uh, for one reason or another, and I think that's a good idea, so I put it before you, but I also add this. Uh, You can uh, bring up anything you want at any time here on on our program. If uh, it's something on your mind, share it with us, would you? We we really mean that. Don't even hesitate for a second to call us and uh, give us your tilt on things. So rounding up from the first hour, we were talking. Surrounding, and I've been dizzy ever since. we were talking about National Flounder, Stuff Flounder Day. This is how we got on the West End. We were talking about Brunnings and their fried stuffed flounder with the crab meat stuffing. I mean, I want to mm-hmm. say dressing. I guess that is, I guess you do call that dressing. There's but a anyway. question. What's the difference between dressing and, and stuffing? It's like the difference between supper and dinner. Huh? It depends on it depends on the class level of the person that's saying it. Oh I think. well, then I better not show <laughs> anyway, up because everybody uh, knows what a classy guy. So um, that we were talking about that we were talking about the uh, actually we meaning you and I um, ballpark food. What's the best thing you've ever had at a sporting event? Uh, because we have now the little league world champions here. And I, that Do got we? me thinking. When did that, when did that, that was happen? over the weekend. That got oh, me to thinking about uh, ballpark food. And I've never had anything that I would necessarily seek out again, with a possible exception of the jambalaya from the Messina's space at Zephyr Field. And I don't even know if they have that. That, that got us to talking about Messina's, the old restaurant in Kenner. 
And uh, we were talking about all the restaurants at the West End. Rick Gracia is the one that we were trying to think yeah, about glad from Fontana family. Nice, nice guy. Really knows his stuff. And we were talking with Gregory about all the different restaurants and what they had out there. And then I'm going to throw out something that just I got reminded of when I went into the kitchen, which was that over the weekend, Mary Lee had another one of her cakes to deliver to someone. Mary Lee is our daughter. And one of the the top layer was a pound cake. So we have all this delectable pound cake left over from that because she made too much batter and baked another cake. Pound cake. Does anyone love pound cake as much as I do? And I don't really even like vanilla cake, but pound cake is special. You I know think. what? My favorite aspect of pound cake is that the name of it is one that doesn't really tell you very much, or it tells you everything depending on how you look at it. You know why uh, they call it pound cake, don't you? Yes, because she's a pound of everything. A pound of everything. And Mary, Mary Lee says because my cake, when it's done, weighs at least a pound. <laughs> So I asked her why she didn't use my pound cake recipe, which is not mine. It actually came from one of, my favorite, one of my favorite uh, cake, uh, one of my favorite books, cookbooks ever, which is the Home Cooking Sampler by Peggy Glass. And um, well, you have you have a copy of that too. That was your copy that oh, I well, have. Oh, no wonder. I yeah. mean, it, yeah, that's so they a wonderful book. They have a pound cake book. recipe I, in there. Everything I've ever done is really great from there. And um, and the pound cake is no exception. So uh, I used to make a pound cake whenever I made it, but it wasn't very often. But it reminded uh, me of that pound cake when she did it this weekend. Be- before you run off, because I won't remember it long enough, but the Peggy Glass, right? That's her name? Yeah. Peggy Glass. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she is from California, I'm pretty sure. I have no idea, but she doesn't seem like a Californian. She seems like a New mm. Englander. Well, maybe so. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. But anyway. It's, it's in the kitchen. Oh. Well, yeah. it is. Um, but that's not the recipe we It's kind of used. an all-around kind of a recipe. And we have found over the years, especially when the kids were little, that we would uh, bake from and cook from there. And everybody loved everything in it. I so. know. It's great. Well, it's, it's a home cooking sampler. Yeah, it's know. like runs the gamut of things that you would be likely to make in your home. And it was kind of uh, all-inclusive. And it was just really good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Anyway, <clears throat> so pound cake. I want to throw that into the mix and uh, see if anybody wants to talk about pound cake. So Tom, where is the recipe the the uh, the dine around that you would you said the first course would be what? Well, These are from the restaurants out at West End, and I'm still I'm still kind of silently sobbing about the old wood bridge at West End, which I just thought was it, so iconic. You know that was uh, quite a thing. It was made out of wood, but huh. it was not fun to cross over it because it took you from West End Park uh, across the little straight. Uh, uh-huh. that, that passed, and it went over to uh, Bruning's, and it 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 took a tilt at a pretty savage uh, kind of a direction, and I I, I always felt uh, freaked out by it. Is that just because I'm you know the obvious weenie <laughs> that I am? If there was a if there was a webcam, you could see my face, which yeah. which has a look like uh Tom. Anyway, it's like that that little bridge uh, right behind the the arts uh, 
the art uh, gallery at the uh, city park. You know, there's that one there. You just pass the the casino building, which of course is not a casino and never has been. And then you get to the top of that little bridge, and then it zooms down again, and it scares me. Does it really? <laughs> well, not scares me, scares me, but it's a little creepy. Mm. Some okay. things uh, well, just hit me that way. Yeah. Okay. Also, almost got hit by a. Well, never mind. <laughs> You did gig your own foot with a, when you yeah, were digging well, for you know, flounder. You so never know what's going to What come can your we way? say about you, Tom? Anyway, 260. Well, I mean, there's actually a lot, I'll, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be good and not say it. 260-6368 is the number if you would like to talk about this or anything, and except, of course, Tom's little paranoia. Beard. Have, have you, uh, what do you think of my newly trimmed beard? I think that it is. It is the the scruff that is scruff? so. Yeah, it's so short. It's like the scruff of younger men. Oh well, I am a younger mm. man, or I feel and, like it, or and think I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I just get carried away. Except Tom, if it's all white as yours is, it. It doesn't have the same effect. Uh, anyway, 260-6368. Help me to stop picking on Tom, although it is loads of fun. Uh, <laughs> At we're least we're out about, front on this. We're talking about all kinds of things here today. It's a, even an extraordinarily um, diverse set of topics for us even today. Oh, it's the birthday of Christopher Columbus today. Oh, is it really? Yes. Hmm. And... Um, does this mean we have to go to the supermarket and get some Columbus uh, cold cuts? It should, at the very least, mean mm-hmm. that you should close out the show with Goodbye Columbus, don't you think? Oh, That used goodness. to be your theme song. It, it, and, it still is. And kind of. now you never, ever hear it, but it, it behooves you today yeah. on the birthday who's, of Christopher Columbus. Who's, that uh, you, who's running our front uh, boat well, here? Doug, of course. And oh, Doug, 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 Doug can pull that well, out of out of thin air in two seconds. Well, you're not usually here on Saturday, are you, Doug? Well, he's not, but you're not either. So today well, being Monday, true. he is here. Anyway, um, <clears throat> happy well, birthday to... Would you mind uh, pulling out that uh, of goodbye he, Columbus? Of course he would. You, uh, he'll be happy he does to do mind? that. No, he always would okay. do that. Anyway, so Christopher Columbus changed food. Everything. Yes, he did. Changed eating habits forever. Before Columbus? The Italians had no tomatoes. No tomatoes. Yeah. The Italians didn't have any tomatoes until he brought them back from the New World. (gasps) No bell peppers. I don't want to contemplate a world without chocolate. Peppers, potatoes, and Mm -hmm. chocolate. Those are things that he brought back from the New World. Yeah, that's true, but I don't really think much about allspice. Tomatoes, peppers, potatoes, and chocolate, on the other hand, I do think about with with enormous regularity. Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. That is uh, the number to talk to us if you would like to. So we were talking about West End, and you were talking about uh, if you were to do like a Mm dine-around. You know, what I, dishes you know, would you have that, and in what order? And I can't think of any because I hardly ever ate out prior to uh, meeting you, Tom. So that uh-oh. was quite a change of life for me. I, I know your parents <laughs> felt that way. So um, 
Well, I finally found someone whose father had a more deadpan expression about food than mine did. Oh? Yes. My father used to always say to you, Tom, it's just another meatball. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy's dad said, yeah. fills a hole. <laughs> Eesh, <I> mean. <laughs> Which I have to say tops my dad's, I think. That's pretty basic and definitely well, not one of works, your customers, you know? Tom. Yeah. That is for sure. Anyway, all right. So uh, let's let's hear. You'd start out with what? Well, so uh, the the concept here is to recall uh, a dish from some time ago, like we've been doing during the first hour, uh, and then put it forward as uh, the component of a whole dinner. So what would you start with? This is not like a best dish uh, contest. It's just, oh, you know, I haven't thought about those pretzels, you know. And uh, then it comes out of the woodwork, and the next thing you know, we, everybody knows where to get their. You know, I would tune in, but I've been reading yeah. your almanac while you were saying that. Yeah, what did I do this time? And no, 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 it's actually really fascinating. I love your almanac. But um, – but there is a quote here, yeah. which is extraordinary, and it is, quote, shellfish are the prime cause of the decline of morals and the adaptation hmm. of an extravagant lifestyle. Isn't Indeed, that interesting? Who? Of, uh, wait, just hang on. Yeah, Indeed, yeah. of the whole realm of nature, the sea is in many ways the most harmful to the stomach with its great variety of dishes and tasty fish. Hmm. Uh, boy, that certainly uh, does bring all sorts of uh, question marks in your mind. I know that uh, that things like oysters and or, uh, and other shellfish like that, uh, they are uh, alleged, and not just alleged, apparently this is absolutely true, to, to get your hormones stacked up so you can do the kind of things that you... Oh, you think that's what he was referring to? Uh, do you know who said that and you know no. how long ago it was? Oh, well, tell me. Pliny the Elder. Huh. Well, that was a letdown. <laughs> but think about how long ago that was. Yeah, I was still taking... <clears throat> Actually, I thought he was around in the time of Christ, so that shows that goes to show you how much I know my well, ancient yeah, history. Anyway, uh, 2606368, we're still waiting for you to come up with that menu, Tom. No, it's not for me to do. I'm hoping for some uh, people who might Well, have most some people other don't ideas. have the recall of of restaurants well, you that you, you do. I mean, I didn't I didn't eat out that much, so I don't even know. I just remember and I'm just sitting here and I can take my mind back to going out to the West End as a kid. And walking up the pier ramp into Fitzgerald's, yeah. and I can picture it like it was, wow. like it was yesterday. And if anyone does bring back a restaurant out there, please bring it back in that spirit because it's it's just such a cliche part of New Orleans. Yeah, anyway, two six zero six three six eight. You're listening to WWL FM one hundred five point three HD two. Say hello, it's a lucky day. Kiss, kiss, goodbye, and be on the 
Happy birthday to Christopher Columbus today. Let us go to, who do you say? Tommy. Tommy. Hi, Tommy. This time. Hi, man. Tell Tom, don't give up his day job just yet. Uh, you see, everybody <laughs> says that who wants, who was jealous about uh, uh, performing. No, I, listen, if you heard me sing, I could, uh, I could empty his church in a millisecond. Yeah. Well, as long as he doesn't start gigging for Flounder as a second career. Yeah. Well, let's hope not. <laughs> hey, we were back at, back in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago, and we went to a place that was new to us. I know you've been there. Uh, picnic provisions and whiskey. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What? Uh, what? Picnic provisions picnic. and whiskey, the collaboration between Troy McPhail and um, oh, oh, okay. And yep. T. Martin. Hmm. Right, and uh, and uh, uh, the the pizza guy Reginelli. Oh, that's right. That is him too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, wait. We, wait. Uh, wait. Are you sure? Because I know that T and and Daryl Reginelli are doing Reginellis, but I didn't know they were also in Picnic and Provisions. Yeah, are you sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They. They were. Yes, all I am sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. I am sure. All right, go ahead. Matter of fact, there are pictures on the website and on the menu. But, ah, okay. All uh, right. There were, there were five of us, and we all had uh, the culinary menu, and I thought it was interesting. I'd do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't make a special trip across town to uh, to do it. But, well, uh, you never know. What was the culinary <laughs> menu there? A three-course menu. Uh, uh, it's... It starts with appetizers and ends with uh, sure. mains in the middle and ends with either a frozen pina colada or campfire mm. fire cookie dough s'mores. Mm. Oh, yeah. that's they're, for the scouts. They're all, yeah, they're all, uh, well, the, the least expensive is uh, 22 and, no, the least expensive is 20 and the most expensive is 24 for the three uh-huh. courses. Mm-hmm. So, it's a cute not, little not a bad, place. Not a bad deal it's a really for another, place. another part of the week, anyway. Um, how uh, how busy a, were they? They weren't. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. But anyway, all right. So what else? Yeah, they, uh, do you guys know where I can get a banana cream pie? A banana cream pie. Uh, gosh, that's a good question. Isn't that Emerald's? Isn't that Emerald's signature dessert? Emerald made a big deal about that, but it's hard to make yourself. That was his signature dessert. You know who else has desserts? No, I think it was. Wait, I think it was a Boston cream pie. Go ahead. What? No, we we certainly don't want to make it ourselves. Uh, Sandy tried that a few years back, and uh, we found out why Jesus was able to feel. Feed the masses with the <laughs> loaves and fishes, because uh, when you cut a, a slice of this her banana cream pie out, it would fill back in, and it was an infinite pie. It just uh, <laughs> you, you, you you couldn't you couldn't eat it all. It just kept uh, becoming oh, wow. one whole pie again. <laughs> so. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, the uh, on nomenu.com today, I think there is a uh, story about. Russell's Marina Grill, where yeah, the pies that. the pies are mentioned. We had a friend that we had dinner with the other night, who was asking where <clears throat> where he could find a homemade coconut pie like his grandmother's, and I said, you know, I don't know if 
you know, what the pie situation is. Like, is there a, a schedule of flavors? But I know that if you are looking for like an old fashioned, very high diner like pie, I know they have them there fresh made every day. And I don't know what the schedule is, but I can't think of any place else that that is doing that. I mean, I'm sure there are places, how about, but... Hmm? How about Camellia Grill? Oh, I don't know. Does Camellia Grill do that? I have... Yeah, they have uh, they have a pretty good selection of pies in general. Uh, yeah, they generally do. Uh, I don't know whether they used different. to have in the old days there. Yeah. But uh, banana cream doesn't seem like it would be, you know, first up on anyone's list of pies, but... Um, but, you know, I'm sure well, there's it, probably a rotation for it. Hmm? No, but to let you know how it's not on anybody's list, you can't find it in any grocery store in the frozen food yeah, or the, you know, the, uh, any any department. It's just not there. Well, you're both retired. Let Sandy start making one banana cream <laughs> pie, and then she can sell the slice and let it refill, and she can Absolutely. go into business. It, it, yeah. We, we, We'll pay the rent for that. With that. There you go. Oh, there you go. Well, well. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Enjoy. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Pliny it's the, the Elder was 28 hmm. A.D. Wow. Now that's going back. So, so when the, the uh, morals were broken up by shellfish back that hmm. far. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What? what were we saying? I was just uh, thinking about uh, all of the groceries that had to be picked up to do all that. All right, let us talk about New Orleans food and spirits. No, no, I'm sorry, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Well, that's, you know, people have made more heinous uh, flubs like that. Well, they're both good, so, you know, they both start with New Orleans because they're both in New Orleans. I I will never forget a, a lunch I had with the guys that started New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. They had just opened up, and they were putting their product forth as something that was taking the maximum advantage of the flavors and uh, of the burgers that they make, and also the way that they do it, which is to get some fresh beef, always fresh, never frozen. Uh, They cook it to order, uh, and they slap it on that hot grill, and gives you a little crust on the outside, one on the top, one on the bottom, and then they bring it out with uh, whatever sides that you chose. The one that I would chose, it would be the one that uh, is uh, made with the uh, French fries. The, the, the kind of French fries that come out that look like a little, um, uh, like a, like a crescent, moon. a crescent, and they would would sprinkle some garlic butter on top of it. Just great. They still do it that way, by the way. So you'll get it. The other side of the menu, uh, the the menu, the catfish or or the uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company part of it, and what you get with that is freshness again. Prepare everything to order. Nothing that's sitting under a heat lamp or the like of that. So we're talking about a much better product than you would get from what, from a distance, looks kind of like a, a fast food restaurant, but it's it a isn't fast really. casual restaurant. Fast casual. That's what it's called. Fast and that's casual. what they like to call that. Very in nicely decorated inside. Yes. They're doing very char grilled oysters now. Very. Aff- yeah, you know, I still haven't tried those yet. Well, I have you got to get, get over there. I suppose I do. Char grilled oysters. They have yeah. platters. They have uh, poor boys. 
good local specialties like red beans and rice. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood has 10 locations. Go see them in any one of them. Yeah, send 10 locations around the city. Yes. All All right, right. so back to your menu, Tom. Uh, Mike Mike. is on the phone. Mike, welcome to the food show. Let me get the mic in front of you. Here it is. Okay, go. Hey, how y'all doing today? We're doing great, Hello. and we're ha- happy to have you here uh, to dive into. Kind of hard, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a driving uh, thunderstorm right now. Oh, oh brother. okay. We're doing the interstate, coming down mm. in buckets. Mm. Anyway, okay. whereabouts? Uh, the gentleman where, that where, just called, banana cream pie. If he goes yeah. to that to this little place on Veterans, right around the Metairie Kenner line, of American Pie Diner, oh, they'll yeah. uh, you can call them and order them, and they'll they'll have them made fresh for you. Forget how really? Much they is are, that place they, good? Is that good? It's been around right? The pies are real good. It's uh-huh. just a regular, you know, diner food. The food itself is mm-hmm. decent. Diner yeah, food, but, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. You know. So they're making the, the fresh pies, pies really though? Good. Huh. Yeah. Wow. State Trooper turned me on to that because they go there to drink coffee. <laughs> no kidding. That's good to know. Yeah. I'm going to have to tell a friend of ours who was who was looking for pies, that's a lot closer than the one that I gave him. Okay. Yeah, you got to give the lady like a, like a half a day notice, uh-huh. and uh, she'll have one for you. Wow. Thank you. That's very valuable information. Appreciate it. American yeah. Pie Diner in Kenner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good to know. It's gone on for a while. Very good to uh, know. Let's see. Last night, yesterday evening, I went to Venetia's. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Good place, uh, don't you think? You know what I got? I got a steak. My buddy's really? been telling me, man, you got to try the steaks. The steaks are really uh, good. I've never and had I got a, steak a steak there. Good. Yeah, I got a steak. And, uh, yeah, I split the steak. My wife always gets veal supreme. And What's we, that? We split every, that's the, uh, the that, veal. Is that like a pine veal or something? Yeah, it's a pine veal with the with the seafood sauce on it. Kind oh, of a wow. uh, golden sauce. It's really good. Side on the spaghetti. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Okay. It's good, you know. It's, it's always good over there. Uh-huh. But, um, that was about it. I just wanted to call and let that fellow know that. A lot I, of I'm really glad you did because that's what the show is for for sharing information like mm, that. So thank you very much. There's yeah, another thing good. you can do with uh, with a pie, with a banana cream pie, or any other kind of pie too. But there was a guy who was running um, one of the magazines that I was uh, editing some years ago and uh, he was a nice enough guy and pretty good business enough but he had qualities that were just so irritating that we always were trying to think of some ways to make his life a a, a limited existing hell but Mm. not not in a horrible sort of way and we got to a certain spot where he was having a meeting and it was just a bunch of frivolous ridiculous stuff and nobody was paying much attention and it occurred to me that right across the street was a Walgreens. Oh, no, I, I can't remember if it was a Walgreens or not. But I went over there, and I got some shaving cream. And at the nearby grocery store, I got one of those pans, aluminum pans that you can put almost anything into. And I walked it up to him, and I put the, pan, the thing right in his face. <laughs> Great, huh? Hello? Again, if there was a webcam, you could see my face, so it's probably good that you can't. 
260-6368 is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Welcome back. You are listening to The Food Show. We talk about food every way you can possibly imagine. You can uh, have a drink the same way and uh, cook anything you want. And if you want to know something about maybe a dish you're trying to prepare at home or buy from a good source, call us. Not to say that we know everything that uh, you need to know, but a, a lot of the people who are listening to us now are very, very adept at it's being able to fill community. in. The it's food community. The food community. I love that. That's Head, a, headquartered at the food show. The food, quiet, wait, food it's a food community headquartered food by the food community. show. I Today, love it. now I have to step after that. I have to step right off something I saw in your almanac. Mine. That is not food related. No. And actually, uh, oh, I guess the reason that you put it in is that it's related to the food show. Oh, but Lee well. DeForest was born today in 1873. Oh, you know who he is. I do. Very it's important a very person. sad story. It really is. It's a sad story. Yep. Two guys. He is the one who actually invented the radio, and David Sarnoff stole it, is, if you wanted the short version. Uh, well, there are a few other wrinkles to this. Yeah. And they never could get together. Um, these are the two men who invented yeah. the radio as we know it. I mean, he was definitely, definitely his own worst enemy, that's for sure. Yeah. But it's a pity that something that was so incredibly profitable for one person um, who actually came along second that the first person was just sort of cast aside. But anyway, Lee DeForest, happy birthday to today. You. Also, Lemon Soul is on here, which is lemon kind of funny soul? because it's another one of those fish that has the eye oh, lemon, on the same of. side. But it's not really relate, not related closely yeah. anyway to the flounders. Yeah, the but it's here. weird that they're both on here. Um, <clears throat> as well, I guess I guess you did that because today is National Stuffed Flounder Day, and so you were thinking of another fish that was kind of like the flounder. Do you gig for those two? Not you. No, no. I'll, you gave I'll, up I've gigging, up I'm sure, gigging. after the one time. But is that how they catch those two? I guess the same way. Yeah, huh? I mean, this is, a, you know, they don't move too fast. It lies on the ground. So what you do is you have this this pole, and it's got a, you know, a, a, like a, a, what's the word I'm looking for? It, right. Uh, it has a, a, a point. And here's the here's the, uh, the fish sitting on the bottom. Yeah, you, you just you, stick you walk it, up yeah. And, yeah. And it's a done Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I don't, I don't well, know if I could do that. But anyway, um, that that was a, a pretty, uh, not surprising, but pretty funny story that you told earlier about gigging your own foot instead of a flounder. Well, you had to be but there I am, to think But I am also was, really was intrigued funny. by the fact that, uh, that um, Pliny the Elder would say back in 28 AD that shellfish is responsible for the decline of mm-hmm. morals in civilization and uh, and the adaptation of an extravagant lifestyle. I didn't even know that they were eating shellfish back then. But I guess, like anything else, you know, there are foods that well, go back to the beginning of time. Go to go to Italy and go Someone to the had markets. To eat something and, at some point. And there's a lot yeah. of people eating a lot of things over there, and they didn't just start yesterday. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Anyway, Tom, back to your menu. Are you going to do your menu? Because I don't, I can't help you with that. My, we were talking just a roundup of things that we've talked about on the show. As usual, and you start out in one point, and it's it's like you drop a, you know, like a a drop of something into water and just sort of goes off in all directions. 
or if you dropped water onto the ground, it would shoot off in all directions. That's what happens with this show every time. But today we have talked about uh, the West End heavily because we were talking about all those restaurants stuffed that flounder. Used to be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Today is National uh, Stuffed Flounder Day, and that's uh, that came up on your almanac as probably the central location for stuffed flounder back in the day before Katrina when the West End was still the West End as people who have been here for a long time know it to be. And uh, then we started talking about all the restaurants out there. And there's a lot of people who live here now, mostly younger people, who uh, have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. But at, at one time, the West End was a thriving area uh, which was sort of anchored by all of these restaurants that are gone and were gone since Katrina. And before that area behind Station 6 became uh, Corps of Engineers Central, there was a neighborhood back there along that one street. What what was the name of that street? Oh, gosh. Uh, Was it Live Oak? Did it go did it go straight back there or was it um, another street? Anyway. I'm not sure. Anyway, right where station six is now, there is or there was a road back then back there that would go to some restaurants. And I forgot mm-hmm. about Sid Mars, which Sid was Mars completely was very prominent. Obliterated in every imaginable way. It just never did come back. And of course the same is true of a lot of the others, but but at least Sid Mars tried to relocate somewhere else, and it was—it just didn't have the same feel. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, you know, neighborhoods speak a lot of tunes. Well, Wait a minute, that's a—that will never go down as a famous. Uh, yes, I think you're probably uh, right about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Since Tom is doing an encore, I'm going to let Tommy do an encore. Come on back, Tommy. Is this the same Tommy? Yes. Oh, that Tommy. Hey, Mary and Tom, I, I hate. I know you don't like encore callers. It's okay, but you know one. what? If it's if it's you or Tom, I'm gonna go ahead and pick you. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks. The uh, the nice guy who called to tell me about getting banana pie, cream pie at American Pie. Yeah, yeah. it's permanently closed. It's permanently oh. closed. Oh well. They were there okay. a while, so, but uh, yeah, that's too never bad. Really that up. must be very recent. Yeah. Oh well. well. It, it, I went. I went online to to see about it and call them up and all that sort of thing. Uh, and big sign says permanently closed. So. Uh, oh no! Again, I go back. I go back to tell. Sandy can do that. She can start her own business. You know. <laughs> you Colonel Sanders. It, Colonel Sanders <laughs> did it at seventy, and look what happened. You know. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Thanks for Tommy. calling. Tommy, Bye. Tommy, 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 Tommy. Uh, if you are if you are up for a road trip, the best pie in the Uh-oh. entire world. Uh oh. It comes from the carriage crossing restaurant and uh, bakery in Yoder, Kansas. And Yoder. Yes. Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> Yoder. Where is that? It's in Kansas, just outside of Wichita. Oh, my goodness. What's, what's the name so of the place? A, it's, a, it's called Carriage Crossing Restaurant and Bakery. There you go. Now, you can fly there, Tommy. I know how excited you are to get back on planes. Yoda, Kansas, here I come. Talk okay. To you Thanks, Doug. Bye. Bye. If Allie Lofton is listening, maybe she's been there. That's where she's from. Mm. By the way, she's going to be on Friday. 
Oh, no kidding. Yes. This week? This Friday, Allie Lofton will oh, be she's in kicks. this she's chair. Uh, well, not in this chair, but she'll be in this studio other chair for me on Friday. Anyway, all right. So I don't know. Tom, what is this? What is this restaurant that uh, Gregory was talking about, the, the Italian restaurant, Papa Roselli's? I've yeah, never even it, heard of that place. It was in the middle of West End Park. If Are we talking about the side away from the lake, like the side that is closest to uh, Robert E. Lee? Both. It was, it was a circular dining room, and the whole thing just went in a circle so it it had neither a front nor a back nor a side really yeah was and this where the where the sand uh pits are for the volleyball or uh, where they were no, on it, that side no no it was right in the middle of uh of uh, west end park west end park right in the center of it and the the distinctive part of it is that surrounding the top of the ceiling were uh, Christmas tree lights and just uh, all going all the way around the top of the ceiling there and uh, what they served was Italian food and the usual seafood and all the rest of it. I have a f- uh, friend of mine who uh, lives very close by and he uh, used to refer to that as having uh, Christmas uh, modern as, as its decor. All right. So when you say West End Park, West End Park is that green space between the boat houses which line either side and ending at the lake when in the parking lot of what used to be west end by the restaurants so are we talking about on the lake side of that road i guess it's called roadway on the lake uh, side of roadway by the parking lot where the restaurants all were. Is that where this was? Uh, it, all I can tell you is if you can envision that building no, and, I, I can't. and that it That's was on you. the inside going all the way around. Yeah, I, and, I, I, I and can't that, envision it. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm asking you because I don't recall that place ever. I don't know nobody that remembers I ever would have noticed it. Did it go away with Katrina? Did it go away with all uh, the others uh, that every, went away? Everything no, but I mean, did it make it then. that long? Did it make it up uh, to that point? That I don't know, but it probably didn't because nothing else did. Well, really. no, no, what I'm trying to say is. I don't remember, like I know the restaurants that were there at Katrina were all pilings after Katrina, but I don't remember this place at all, so I'm wondering if it did not suffer its end long before Katrina. When I was uh, working for New Orleans Magazine, the guy who owned the magazine literally lived right across the street. And he and I would go out for dinner fairly often because it was convenient to him and me, for that matter. And uh, so I kind of kept track of this. And uh, maybe we can uh, fill in this gap by uh, just putting a list together, uh, which I've already started to do, and uh, see how far we get with this. And then maybe by the end of the program we can get it. So here's what I have so far. Seymour's, Fitzgerald's, Bruning's. Wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you. Yeah. Are you talking about, are these all next to each other? West End Park. No, 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 I know itself. that. But yeah. as I recall, Fitzgerald's was the last one. If you were facing the lake yeah. at West End Park, yeah. Fitzgerald's was the one on the right, and that was the closest one. Was right. there one between 
Fitzgerald's in the uh, Well, I would consider Fitzgerald as being very definitely a member of the of the. Uh, Tom, was there anything between the road and Fitzgerald's, or was Fitzgerald's? Well, there was a ramp. There was a ramp no, to go. No, no. To, so you're walking in. Yeah. To West End. Yeah. The first thing on your right is Fitzgerald's, is it not? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. What's next to that? The bounty? I don't know. It's the bounty. Let's make this. The bounty, as I recall, was next to that. No, the bounty was closer uh, to the armpit of this. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. But Fitzgerald's was a massive restaurant. Big restaurant. So it took that whole section, and then right next to it, I believe, was the bounty, and that was the curvature of of this little settlement, and then all the others that were lined up against the lake. So what was next to the bounty? Uh, let's see. Next to the bounty, uh, there was a... Was a, there a Chinese restaurant in there no. at some point? No. Well, there was an old uh, old uh, show place, if you could call it that, and it, it was a, it was drag queens uh, doing... Th- I'm not making this up. This is uh, really... <laughs> and if, if someone will call me and... and uh, it w- I'm trying to remember the name of Where's it. Where's Poppy so, Tooker when you need her? Yeah, yeah. Well, she could. She, I'm sure, knows the history of all that. Okay. okay so, uh, and then we had Fontana's. We mentioned, and uh, let's see who else. There was a restaurant whose name consisted of two letters, and what they specialized in, doomed to failure before they even began, was a, a restaurant that did steamed seafood. Pa. Not in New Orleans, you don't. So, but what they, was what was the? I can't remember. Oh, you don't remember it the was, two letters? It was two letters. Oh, okay. Maybe somebody. Somebody else will in our food community. Yeah, I mean, there are books all over the place that uh, can track this down. Maybe by this time next week. Your we will have your book probably, Tom. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, One of your little oh, books no, that we found over the weekend. Yeah, let's. Take all right, a look. so keep going though because I want to hear the rest of this list. I know that Maggie and Smitty's turns up. And then I thought Brinnings was Brinnings was right next to the bridge, right? Uh, Brunings, yeah, it was directly right next to it. Right yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, do you think it's under W? I don't know. That's huh. the one I'm looking for. That'd be uh, kind of great if it is. I can't imagine that it is uh, though. Okay, Brunings was right next to the bridge. Wait. Okay. Then there was Maggie Look. and Smitty's. Then Maybe there was uh, Bellevue, uh, Grover's Restaurant, as a matter of fact. Ooh. My Oh My Club was there. They had Kirsch's Restaurant and then Fitzgerald's. Papa Rosselli's was uh, across the street from Brunnings, as a matter of fact. Yeah, okay. That little, because that place across from Brunnings, it seemed like there were three or four restaurants down Brunnings there. Brunnings was right where? next to the bridge. If you're yeah, a, wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't Swanson's one of those in that little? Swanson's was just after you came over the bridge on your right-hand side. Oh, I didn't. Wait, so Swanson's was actually by Sid Mars on the lake? No, Sid Mars was, uh, okay. yeah, 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 as, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Uh, okay, because, uh, oh, that's good to know. huh? Now, it seems to me, if my memory serves me correctly, that the, the Uratas, of yeah, Brunings. that's Brunings. That was their personal home there behind Brunings. Well, the one I, I, I and know it was there for like you know eighteen something, I think. Yeah, that was a beautiful thing, and it shows up in that movie whose name I can't remember. That um, 
uh, didn't sound like New Orleans at all, although everybody pretended. Oh, the Big Easy? The Big Easy, yeah. Yes. Now, Captain, B- Captain Burning's home was uh, just... Oh, just before the, the the street going up to the bridge is called yeah, Orpheum. Yeah. Orpheum, by the way. Oh, thank you. Okay. And uh, okay. and Captain Burning's home itself was the last home. Yeah, right. Uh, before the bridge. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you're saying that Swanson's was on that street, Orpheum. Swanson's was just over the bridge. And okay. on your right, and it okay. straddled the um, Orleans and Jefferson Parish. And I at, see. Okay. And at one time, you could get there the, in Swanson's. They had, ta- uh, uh, they had gambling machines of various kinds. Yeah. This was on one side, and then there was a, a, a stripe running right down the middle of the room, and on one side. You could gamble, and on the other side, you could not. It was. I thought that was Brunings that had the line no, going no, down the no, middle no. of the Br- room. Brunings was too distinguished for that. Brunings opened for business in 1859. Yeah, that's so sad. Well, yeah. I mean, Brunings well, wasn't really taken uh, out by uh, Katrina. Brunings was still in litigation over George when Katrina came. Yeah. Do you remember that? They hadn't even opened after George. The, when they the had the Euro, boat in the back there. The yeah. Euro hurricane. That was, hurricane that was really sad. Yeah. Anyway, they were still fighting with insurance companies, and then they just closed everything when it was just obliterated. But, you know, I, it's like this is such a – for people who don't know what we're talking about, it's a pity because this was a a treasured part of New Orleans for New Orleanians for so many years. And as I just think about it, the memory in my mind's eye of what it was like back then makes me sad. Because even though I didn't eat out a lot, we did occasionally go out to, I think my family mostly went to Fitzgerald's. And I I would guess that it's probably because, in, in my opinion, Fitzgerald's had the most atmosphere maybe my whole family was into atmosphere too but uh the the food was pretty much interchangeable i thought maybe the bounties was a little bit better did you think so tom what was your favorite place out there what was your favorite besides brunnings which was in a class by itself um of the rest of them uh that's a good question. Because I don't think uh, Fitzgerald's was ever the best food by any stretch it, of the and imagination. It had a limited menu. Yeah. But what it was good at, it was real good at. Which was what? Well, the the, the, the flounders, for one thing. And uh, also crab uh, crab meat. crab, crab uh, Stuffed crabs, rather. Well, in my mind's eye, I'm walking through it right now, and it was a very, very cool place. And... Um, and I hope that if anyone rebuilds in that location, they will look at pictures of that place because it was very, it was iconic. That was that was the word for it. And I remember now Brunnings as well with their sink in the front, and but it didn't have to me the same kind of feeling no. that Fitzgerald's did. No, it didn't. That was that was far and away my favorite. Anyway. We are just about wrapped up with another show down memory lane. So you never did, you never did come up with your uh, 
<laughs> did they have? No, we did, we, they, we. did they have shrimp remoulade like they do down in the quarter there? Yeah, but the main thing you would notice between then it was and now, pinkish. It wasn't it red, was been, it? Well, kind of orangish, brownish. Yeah, it wasn't color. like the ones. It had ketchup in it, or something like ketchup in it. It was and, definitely a more pedestrian version of the dish that well, served in the quarter. It, well, the ones in the quarter were even more so the red kind. Arnos, yeah, but but they Antoine's. just seemed a lot classier than the ones that were out at the West End. Oh, and then maybe that's true. You know, but, but I don't remember really anything other than that, except I also remember eating uh, the boiled food. Yeah, the well, crabs that's what that it was you could pick mm-hmm. and and all the other stuff. Yep. Crab picking is something that I haven't thought about in a long, long time. We used to do it a lot in my family. And when uh, when Gregory called earlier and was talking about being a crab picker and how good he is at it, I that's not something I would ever really want to be good at because it's not something I would ever want to do that much. But occasionally I do do it. I go to Mandeville Seafood, and when I go to get their spectacular salmon that I bring home and grill, that I place see is terrific. it is good. Their seafood it's is absolutely. Packed. Absolutely extraordinary. But they have these crabs always, and they have these cheap crabs that are like a dollar. I forget what they're called. And it's a special one. They're kind of light. Not a lot of meat in them. But I get them just for fun, just to remember the old days of of picking crabs, and they're good. It's time for Count Basie, uh, who is... Which means it's time for us to go. Makes it the time. Hope you have a good meal tonight. Have a wonderful evening. And we are going to work on this uh, business. Signing off till tomorrow. What used to be in West End. Yeah. Well, I hope it comes back. WWL 105.3 FM HD2, New Orleans. Good evening. Thank you. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.